Hi, and welcome to Very Bad Words, the podcast about swearing. I'm your host, Matt Fiddler. Before we start the show, I want to ask you to please visit the Patreon page and help the show out with a monthly contribution. We really need this to keep the show sustainable. You can find the Patreon page through our website, verybadwords.com. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And now let's get on with the show. A tiny bit about me, I'm fast approaching 40 years old, meaning I was a child of the 80s and 90s, right around the birth of hip-hop. But honestly, I really didn't listen to much of the rap music as a young kid. It was a tad edgy for my delicate suburban tastes. But I had close friends that listened to Run DMC, Public Enemy, and Too Short, but I just didn't get it. But I did start to get it when I heard Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg in 1994 or 95, and that's what I want to talk about now. Because apparently, I've heard this line from Gin and Juice wrong for over 20 years. So I first thought that line was, because when I bust my nut, I'm raising to pop a cop. Meaning, after I finish having sex with this woman, I'm not going to cuddle and participate in pillow talk. I'm just going to get straight up and shoot a cop because I'm a gangster. But Genius.com, the website that annotates pop lyrics, states that it's, because when I bust my nut, I'm raising up off the cot. Like a cot, as in a portable bed. Now, this doesn't seem nearly as gangster to me, but I guess it makes sense. It's like, you don't really mean too much to me after I'm finished, so I'm just going to get up off the bed. But according to several direct sources, including hip-hop historian Malik Crumpler, a previous guest, and another previous guest, American Oxford English Dictionary editor Jesse Scheidlauer, they both agree that those lyrics are actually, when I bust my nut, I'm raising up off the cock. And I thought, wait a minute, raising up off the cock? But they were just talking about bitches from the city of Compton. Why is Snoop Dogg talking about cocks? Why some words have certain connotations and then you look at them slightly differently and they have a slightly different uh, meaning. Yeah, it's language is fascinating for that reason, I think. In this episode of Very Bad Words, we look into the many uses of penis-related words, cock not being the only, because we have dick, schlong, pecker, prick, wang, rod, shaft, johnson, and We'll get into how Snoop Dogg was using the word cock in gin and juice later in the episode. But most of us use this word as a slang word for penis. Be honest here, please. Raise your hand if you're a man who uses the word cock to regularly describe your own penis. And not just saying, suck my cock under your breath when someone cuts you off on the freeway or something. Okay, I see a few hands. Now, lower it if you're a porn star or a swinger. Okay, not many hands anymore. But it doesn't mean that we don't like to talk about our penises. We just use other terms. And there are plenty of them. And that's one of the reasons why I brought in linguist, educator, and friend of the show, Mark Morton. Mark has compiled a substantial list of terms that mean penis in his book, Dirty Words, The Story of Sex Talk. A lot of them have to do with implements. A lot of them have to do with war and violence. A lot of them have to do with food. Um, like, for instance, you know, it's a tool is still a, a slang term for the penis. And in the um, Middle Ages, where that W-A-R-E is a word that meant sort of implement, uh, something that you could use. And so it was used as a slang 
uh, term for penis. When, when was that around? That was at least in the early 16th century and probably earlier. Like the thing about so many of these vulgar words is that they were probably in use many, many years maybe even centuries before they actually got recorded in English because they just weren't as acceptable in written form. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem with a lot of the etymology of a lot of words yeah. that we cover here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, in terms of war words, like it's been called things like a sword, a pike, even the ancient Romans called it a gladiolus, which is their word for sword. And then, of course, there's lots of food words that are have been used uh, to refer to the penis, like wiener and sausage and swizzle stick and uh, custard chucker. In fact, um, when I was um, researching... Um, custard chucker, that's custard chucker, an amazing yeah. term. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe I had... <laughs> first time I heard this, almost 40 years old, and first time I heard custard chucker, I feel like, wow, my, my life can now have meaning. <laughs> yeah. and, and in fact, um, I've, I've recorded about 1,300 different... Um, words or phrases that have been used to refer to the penis over the past thousand years. The vast majority of them appeared in the last hundred years as obscenity laws became um, less strict. What about prick? It seems like prick might be in those kind of war terms. It, it is. like um, Prick is one of the older words for the penis. It goes back to the very early Middle Ages, and it refers to the fact that, um, well, the idea of poking. Uh, you know, you can prick your finger, and the idea of poking something also, of course, became associated with what the penis sometimes does. So while we don't refer to our wares anymore, which is an old, outdated term, we still do use a lot of old terms for our favorite appendage. These were words that either arose in English or were adopted into English from other languages. So um, schlong, for example, was adopted from Yiddish. Well, here, here's an example of some of the earliest words that referred to the penis in English. Tars is the very first one, T-A-R-S-E. That's obviously uh, obsolete, and it's been obsolete for probably 800 years or so. The word yard, too, uh, Y-A-R-D, was a very common name for the penis, and it was actually the medical name for the penis in the early Middle Ages. Okay, now don't get a complex if you're looking at some historical medical text and see a man's junk referred to as a yard. It didn't mean it was three feet long. Another old word is pintle, P-I-N-T-L-E, and it too fell out of favor, uh, um, again, centuries ago. Well, there are some old extinct words for penis, yard, wear, pintle, and some old ones that endured, like cock, dick, and prick. Most of the 1,300 terms from Mark's list came about in the last 100 years. And they are highly inventive words, like where somebody is going out of their way to create um, a kind of silly or humorous term. So you've got word, uh, terms like uh, Captain Picard referring to the penis, because you'll recall Captain Picard was lacking in hair, you know, a very, very shiny head. Beaver Cleaver, um, Dictator, you know, spelt D-I-C-K, hyphen tater dictator there's a lot of words that are that refer to the penis that are highly inventive very very creative impulse behind them oh my goodness yeah so one of the things that i have my students do is um one of their research projects is to go out and talk to their friends and gather as many terms slang terms for penis as they can that's emily Feuerherm. and i'm an assistant professor of linguistics at the university of michigan flint 
And Emily teaches a class on profanity. That's the class where she asks students to come back with a bunch of terms for the penis. Deborah Cameron did a study like this that I'm kind of replicating in my own class, where she categorized all of the different terms that the students came up with. And while there were huge overlaps where men and women both came up with the same penis words that related to food, animal terms, implements, men came up with more violent war euphemisms for the penis. Now, one of the things that the women's group did in this original study was they did a lot of referring to the penis like you would refer to a, a child's penis. So like your wee-wee or something, or your pee-pee or something. So women had more of those terms. And then they also, in this case, had a bunch of things that were related to romance novels, like throbbing manhood, with a lot of um, adjectives in addition to whatever that word was referencing the penis. And that's how we got to well over 1,300 words meaning penis. When we come back from the break, we'll move from those 1,300 words to the most offensive one. That's right. When we return, we'll finally have our talk on cock. Welcome back to Very Bad Words. I'm Matt Fiddler. Before the break, we talked about a lot of terms that mean penis, from wee-wee and willy to custard chucker and Captain Picard. But of all these words and phrases, and as creative and funny as they can be, there's still nothing as powerful as the word cock. Well, yeah, I totally agree. I think that cock is the most, the most vulgar word uh, currently used to refer to, to the penis. Um, I, I mean, if you compare it to words like um, uh, pecker, for example, or willy, like I can imagine, you know, uh, an elderly aunt of mine saying something about somebody's willy. She would never use the word cock. Right. Um, or member, which you expect right. the doctor to say. Or... Right, right. But as, as for why cock has stuck with, you know, its, its extreme vulgarity. Well, I think one thing that happens is if a word can stay in the English language long enough, it can sort of reach a kind of momentum or a kind of tipping point where it it, it just can't be rivaled by any other words. Let me, let me give you an example of what I mean. So as the word cock shifted from meaning rooster to meaning the penis, it became a word that was not welcome in polite company. This was basically in the 18th century. So if people were at a, a gathering, at a dinner, and they wanted to talk about, uh, you know, their, their fowl that they had on their farm, they became embarrassed about using the word cock. And so that's why the word rooster began to replace it. Let's go back in time to the first recorded instance of the word cock. The earliest instance of the word cock goes back to about the year 800, where it referred to what we now usually call a rooster. That word, it's thought, likely came from the sound of a rooster, the cock-a-doodle-doo. And uh, you can even see that, see that in French, like uh, in French, coq is, uh, cocorico is, is the sound of uh, a coq in, uh, in French. No, in French. Cocorico. That's better. But Marx says that cock doesn't just immediately go from meaning rooster to penis either. In around 1480, it starts to mean a spout. 
like a spout on a barrel, like you might have a big barrel of beer or wine or something like that. And that was called a cock, which was short for stopcock. In the middle of the 16th century, we see two new words that are related. Pillycock uh, and also pillock, a variant, which seems to have something to do with this word cock we're talking about. Pillycock is used just like how we use cock to mean penis, but it has roots in Middle English hundreds of years earlier. Pillock is just a shortened variation from the 1530s. Then in 1620, we get cock meaning penis, as it still does. But figuring out exactly where the penis meaning of cock came from is a bit complicated. Now, the reason this is complicated is because we're not quite sure where cock meaning penis, which one of its um, predecessors it came from. Let's assume it came from rooster. It makes sense. They are the male bird, of course, and they're aggressive. They're sort of hyper-masculine. And it could also be the fact that a rooster, when it gets um, excited or, or angry, it's comb and uh, the other fleshy part of its head, the wattle, those will actually engorge with blood and, and swell. So that might be the connection. But it's also possible that it came from the uh, mid late 15th century cock, meaning barrel spout. In other words, people thought, well, um, liquid is pouring out of this barrel spout. Maybe we'll apply this to the to the human penis. It's even possible that it came from pillycock and pillock. Because linguists who study this kind of thing don't know where the pilly part came from, whether it came from a neighboring language or what. Maybe it's just a kind of... Um, silly syllable that people sometimes add to to vulgar or slang words. Like making the word fuckity McFuckface. But pilly fuck, I guess, could work too. And it's possible that the cock that we've been talking about had the pilly attached to it. And then later on, about 70 years later, uh, in the early 17th century, the pilly part might have been dropped and it became the cock that means penis. So really, it's pretty hard to tell this family tree. It's its pretty complicated. The other cock that you didn't mention was like to cock one's head uh, or yeah. to slant or, you know, to tilt. Um, that seems like a less of a, of a connection there, but. Yeah, it, that, that cock and a lot of other uses of cock are related. Uh, almost all of them seem to go back to that earlier sense of a, of a rooster. So uh, when you cock your hat, um, it means that you sort of, you're acting in a kind of jaunty way. And um, again, if, if you're familiar with roosters, I grew up on a farm, they do sort of cock their head. So that apparently is the origin of cock your hat. As for a phrase like cock a rifle or to go off half cocked, that likely seems to come from the cock usage that meant like the barrel spout, because the idea of a spout, um, this thing that you turn is similar to what you do to an old uh, rifle or, or firearm. And then the phrase to go off half cocked refers to when uh, a rifle fires before it's fully cocked when you're not expecting it. Which, of course, is also pretty phallic in nature. But cock doesn't have to just mean penis. It's also used as just an insult, similar to that of dick or asshole. I've heard between men, you know, sort of in a locker room situation saying, you know, um, don't be such a cock. You know, uh, almost like it's a variant of don't be such a dink or something like that, a little little harsher than that. In, in my experience, it's not a word that I think of women using in reference to men, um, but I could be wrong. 
Emily Feuerherm thinks he is wrong. She has many young students, and they say that these kinds of slurs just aren't so gender-specific anymore. Especially with the, the younger crowds, I think that that's really becoming a thing that's gender-neutral. Don't be a dick. It's like the same as saying, don't be an asshole. You know, don't be a dick. Where maybe in that case, you're not actually calling the person a dick directly, like you're a dick, but rather you're acting like a dick. And that acting like a dick is not necessarily male, but rather could be anybody. That's interesting, though, that perhaps it is going away, especially with the younger generation that understands sexuality as being more fluid. Yeah. But it does seem that maybe gender norms for swearing are blurring? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. This I first came across last semester with one of my African-American students, and he had a lot of these different kind of gender blurring language used abusively to either gender without any distinction, despite the fact that Traditionally, we would have thought like, oh, that's an insult for a man or that's an insult for a woman. More and more I'm saying this. It's kind of amazing. It turns out Emily was onto something, but this blurred gender line isn't anything new. As I alluded to earlier, the derogatory meaning of cock isn't always about the penis. It's been documented back to the early 20th century in blues music, but you can find more examples from the 80s and 90s in early hip-hop. So let's talk about that. When Snoop Dogg said, when I bust my nut, I'm ready to come up off the cock, he was saying, get off the vagina, not lift off the penis. Because, heard of it or not, cock has been used to talk about women's private parts as well. Its first documented use in hip-hop is from Too Short in the tune Female Funk from 1983. The line goes, smooth the ocean around the clock, saw too short, just watch that cock. Okay, I honestly don't know exactly what that means, but a few years later he came out with another tune called The Bitch Sucks Dick. It's too short, you know? And in that song, the line is, I'll fuck you, baby, till your cock is numb. That seems like he's talking about vagina to me. And it's certainly not just limited to Too Short and Snoop Dogg. Schooly D, Two Life Crew, Ice Cube, Master P, Tupac, and many more use the word cock in this manner, including up to Little Kim's We Don't Give a Fuck in the early 21st century. In case you missed it, the line was, I've been trill ever since the day I came out of my mama's cock. And there's no doubting the meaning of that because no one comes out of their mom's penis. Yeah, it is It is mind-blowing. So yeah, when I started really bearing down on these lyrics, I was my mind was blown. So I first heard of this subject in an article called Cock Means Vagina, Let Us Explain, in the LA Weekly from a couple of years ago. It was written by the journalist Ben Westhoff, who is with me now. So thanks for being with me, Ben. It's a pleasure. So how do you come across this subject in the first place? I write about rap music, and I'm a big fan of rap music. And I heard a number of songs, mostly from the 80s and 90s, that used the word cock in a very curious way. And it didn't seem to meet my normal expectations of the word. And it, in fact, referenced the vagina. And this just blew my mind. And I talked to people, and it turned out that this was a really common use of the vernacular among people who came from the South, among African-American people. And I just had to get to the bottom of all this. So is it exclusively a Southern Black um, phrase? 
I don't think so. I think actually that people from a certain era, everyone in the South, white and black, was using it um, up until, you know, a few decades ago. And then I think with the Great Migration, with black people coming to the West Coast and coming to the Midwest and places like that, that a lot of people brought it with them. And so it's really common on the West Coast, too, even now. So what was this era where you said everyone was using it or most people? I think maybe um, sort of around the middle of the 20th century and maybe the first half of the 20th century, it was very common in the South. Okay. So cock means vagina to some people, but does it mean both penis and vagina? Like, will they use that as in cock and how I always kind of thought about the word cock? Like, so it's almost like it's genitals, like it's a gender neutral term, but more colorful. No, I think everyone uses it to mean one thing or the other. I think that when you think cock means vagina, that's the only way you're using it. Really? Okay, so how did it get this meaning? Do you have any idea? There are some theories, and I did a lot of investigation into them. One theory is that the word comes from cockle, as in shellfish, because there's a lot of times that there are certain shellfish like clams and oysters that are used as euphemisms for the vagina. Another theory is that it comes from the French influence in the U.S. South, particularly the word, and I'm going to slaughter this pronunciation, coquille, which I guess means cockle shell. And so that's another theory that the word cock comes from that. I also talked to Luke Campbell from the Two Live Crew, the famous notoriously raunchy rap group who use cock to mean vagina in their songs. And he told me that he thinks that cock is shortened from a word from the Caribbean that's cockabred. And that's where his mom comes from. And apparently that was slang for the female genitalia there. And so that's his theory. So there's a lot of theories, but couldn't get exactly one conclusive one. Wow. So yeah, it's kind of interesting because the word cock in American English meaning penis has kind of a complicated backstory as well. But what about cock meaning vagina? Is it still being used today in some parts of of the country? It's definitely still being used. I think among people who are middle-aged or older, I think among young people, it's not as much used. And in rap music, the usage has totally fallen off. And I believe that's because when rap got really popular in the 80s and 90s, it started going national. And so everybody started to hear about both usages. And the people who didn't want to be seen as expressing a preference for homosexuality, male rappers um, stopped using the cock meaning vagina usage. That's one theory for why that happened. Thank you, Ben Westoff, for uh, explaining cock means vagina to me. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. So cock can mean vagina too. Why not? Thank you for listening to another episode of Very Bad Words. I want to thank my guests, Mark Morton, Emily Feuerherm, and Ben Westoff. I'm Matt Fiddler. Thanks to Malik Crumpler for his help and for the use of his music. Jill Fincher is the assistant producer. Now, do you want to see this show continue? Then please contribute to our Patreon page. You can get there through our website, verybadwords.com. 
If you become a Patreon of the show, you'll get access to select full-length interviews. You can get a shout-out on the podcast. You can get a custom-made bar of Very Bad Words goat milk soap made personally by our producer, Jill. And you can even help shape an episode and pick a topic for us to cover. Please go to our Patreon page and chip in so we can continue to make this show happen. don't want to do the show half-assed, only full-assed, which really takes a lot of time and, unfortunately, therefore money. Otherwise, we might need to do fewer full-length episodes and just focus on mini-casts so I can get other radio gigs to put food on the table, like the show I did for Studio 360 on Tourette's Hero recently. But if I just get one quarter of our listeners to donate $5 each a month, I can focus solely on the show and I can continue to do this indefinitely with highly produced full-length episodes. So check out our Patreon page through our website, verybadwords.com. Thank you so much for your generous help in keeping the show alive. See you next time. Swizzle stick and uh, custard chucker.